Friday, April 10th, 2020. Good Friday. There it was, in all of its rawness. The untidy rabble. Mixture of religious bigots and the clatter of military steel mixed with the blind panic of Jesus' followers. The lashing out of one to the ear of a soldier. The horror. The sheer curtain of fear coming down and blinding faith. Men running, deserting, the king of kings. The rising tide of deceit and anger in the assailants and at Jesus' healing of the ear of the servant. Surrendering passively to his assailants, knowing that this is his time. The time is ripe. This is the moment. The blurred and constantly changing scenes that are characteristic of the structure of the modern motion picture. Jesus before the Sanhedrin. Pilate. Herod. Jesus whipped, tortured by soldiers. Pilate uncertain. And Jesus beaten beyond recognition. And belief always calm. Word and season knows when and when not to speak. Clip after clip rushing forward to the moment, the grand moment that will change and define all human history. That dreadful moment, everything has been leading to this. The moment that's recorded in John 19.13. When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he brought Jesus forth and sat down in the judgment seat in a place that is called the pavement, but in the Hebrew, Gabbatha. And it was the preparation of the Passover, and about the sixth hour. And he saith unto the Jews, Behold your king. But they cried out, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! Pilate saith unto them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. Then delivered he him, therefore, unto them to be crucified. And they took Jesus and led him away. This shattering moment in the life of Pilate would ever define him in history. His wife had warned him, but courage had failed him. There Jesus was released to die. This is Jerusalem, the holy city. Passover time, centuries of ritual, all pointing towards this very day. A day that was signaled by the prophets. Pouring into Jerusalem gates for all manners of visitors, traders, and merchants. The old and the young. The excited and the cynical. Camels and donkeys, burdened with merchandise. But struggling against this tide of religion and commerce was the possession of death that was slowly moving against the incoming tide of humanity. Battled hardened legionnaires, pushing, cajoling, always brutally moving the possession forward to its destination with death competing for attention as it pressed its way forward through the mocking 
jeering, weeping crowd struggling against the incoming tide of pilgrims and merchants. In the midst of it all, in a sea of disturbance, was the calm, suffering servant of God, Jesus of Nazareth. Stumbling, weakened by merciless whippings and surges of pain, Jesus, Son of God. Preparations were made for the final and most brutal torture so far. The thieves with him wait in terror as the crosses is already even the taunting crowd are hushed as they wait the horror that was to follow. Gruff soldiers organizing in the midst of all of this as Jesus weakened almost into death. Then the brutal ritual begins, dragging him, then throwing Jesus onto the cross. The crash of steel and the tide of voices rising, you save others, save yourself. The cursing of thieves. The cross is ridged high, sinking into its hole. No concern now for suffering. The screams of the Son of Man and the criminals alike, piercing the air ignored by apathy. The soldiers turning from the scene, busying themselves, gambling for Jesus' clothes, little realizing that they are fulfilling ancient prophecies. The taunting continues unbelievable calmness of Jesus, making arrangements for his mother, praying for the forgiveness of others, prophesying to the thief and declaring his thirst until what seems eternal agony he mutters his last words, it is finished, and descends into death. Some bystanders who heard him saying, he's calling for Elijah, and one of them ran and got a sponge, soaked in sour wine, and lifted it on a stick so he could drink. The others joked, Don't be in such a hurry. Let's see if Elijah comes and saves him. If the Romans and Jewish leaders thought that this was the way to end it, just as John the Baptist had been silenced, so now is Jesus, they were wrong. Matthew has it in the 27th chapter. Jesus, when he had cried out with a loud voice, yielded up his ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain, from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks went, and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept and arose. And they came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many. Now when the centurion and they that were with him, watching Jesus, saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. The question here is quite simply, at what price? The Son of God reduced to this. The price for your life has been set at the highest possible level. Why? So that you can be free, restored to God. How will you respond? The price is enormous. The freedom is yours. You are redeemed. Who will you go with? Jesus is waiting. You walk with him.